Pitch and Wings. Welcome back to the Pizza Wings podcast. I'm Chase. It's your boy, Billy, and Lethal Company is the greatest game ever invented. Back here with the dog. Uh, Dylan here. Uh, Lethal Company is pretty pretty fun. Cole, uh, did you know there's 150 people in the world named LOL? Jake here. Are you serious? Um, well, what a company. We work for the company. We work amazing for the company. Thank All you, right. Trump Millsap. <laughs> Are are you serious? There's actually 150 people named LOL. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? So is it pronounced like just LOL, or is it actually like someone like actually? I don't even. I don't know how you even talk to them. Do you say LOL? Do you? you I just laugh like. I just laugh at them. Like. (laughs) Yeah, but do you laugh out loud? Yes. Laugh at their parents. And most of them live in Wyoming, so they might be doing some Bigfoot hunters. Yep. Very much could be. So it's the defense tactic. I want to be Lolel. I'd say it Lolel. You know that sounds 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 good. Uh, no, I think it'd just be Lol. Yeah, but you could like throw some pizzazz on it. Lolel. Yeah, but like Lola is an actual name. Take away the A, then you just got Lol. True, but you can pronounce things multiple ways, Jay's. This is true. Like I could, you could be chasse. Do not say chasse. Oh my lord. Shays. <laughs> yeah, Shaze. Shazy. What's up, Shazy? What's going on? Patrick oh, Swayze. Oh Chase God. Chase Swayze. Chase Swayze. Yeah. Chase Swayze. Chasey. Do not call me Chasey. Oh, it's gonna be like that. God. All right, all right, Chasey. What are we talking about tonight? Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Well, we're talking about unsolved mysteries, like disappearances. Uh, you know, conspiracies of like, you know, if Hitler's alive mm. or was he alive? Did he actually kill himself? You know, things like that. The painter himself. What happened to my bowling bag in Charlotte? Hmm. Uh, Wait, you lost your bowling bag in Charlotte? Oh, yeah, no. it's crazy. He lost oh. it. Yeah, just maybe, maybe just it fell into the back room. It probably fell into the back rooms, you know? Yeah, or yeah. the back of a blue Honda Civic. I don't know. Oh, drives on a bus. I know. Anyway. A bitch that drives one. <laughs> but anyways, uh, how Here's how much do y'all know about what? The sandboard. The, what about it? The coal meme. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But uh how how much do y'all know about the Bermuda Triangle? Uh well, I know enough that I will never fucking go to it. <clears throat> really? I've been out there before. Just like fishing. Uh, you know, but it was technically in the triangle. It. I ran into it a lot less than I thought I would have as a kid being scared of it. Yeah, it, it felt like it was gonna be a lot bigger problem. Growing up, than than it actually is. Falls in the category with like quicksand. Like how many times have you fallen into quicksand? And like so, think, as so a before, kid, before of it, we, it was scary. Before I talk about it, isn't it? Don't you find it interesting that like a lot of the disappearances that have been associated with the Bermuda Triangle, we actually really haven't heard of any like in recent years. Interesting. Everybody, everybody fucked around and found out, <laughs> or something changed to where. It didn't happen as much anymore or something? The government stopped Is there a theory you're about to tell me about, Chase? Well, so first first let me like for people that don't know like the exact parameters of where like the Bermuda Triangle is, um, the boundaries of the Bermuda Triangle is from the coast of Miami to the coast of Puerto Rico and up to uh the island of Bermuda, which is owned by the UK, by the way. And then go back to Miami. That's that's the it makes a triangle shape, and that ocean area is considered the Bermuda Triangle, right? And uh, over the years, approximately 
more than 50 ships and 20 airplanes have disappeared in that area. Which, when I read that, I thought I thought that was a small amount. I could have sworn it was like a whole lot more than just 50 ships and 20 planes. Yeah, it feels like it's a lot more than that. Yeah, so the but... triangle's a lot bigger than... So it's huge. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's big. It's See, a big in my, area. In my head, I picture like a mile, like like triangle. A mile. In the ocean. Um, no. <laughs> All like the shit that's happened in that thing. It's like a mile big. No, it's like it's like two hundred miles by two hundred mile, like ocean. Yeah, it's it's insane. Did you know um, they actually classify that not as like the top ten most treacherous waters in the world? For all the disappearances and everything. Well, it's because it's because 10. it's not the actual waters. But how do you know that people that make people disappear? How, how do you know that? Well, because people that haven't case. because people that haven't disappeared going through there never say that it's like really bad. Like it's actually a lot of people say it's actually quite calm waters. Actually, I've been out there. I mean, I want to check these sources. I got in a storm one time where the like the waves were like fucking. I couldn't see the. Horizon anymore? It was pretty wild. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah like a storm blew up, and like we were like last stop on like a deep sea fishing trip, and like uh, it was like something out of the perfect storm, and then we had to let dip. Interesting. And I was like thirteen, so. But uh, but disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle have been going on since the mid nineteenth century, so since about the eighteen fifties. Um, where the ships, of course, back then it'd only be ships, um, just disappeared for no reason, and you know, no radio communication because I mean they still had radio back then. It was old radio, but well, could people like in like the fifteen, sixteen hundreds disappear too? Just no one would report it as much, right? Uh, most probably, probably. But this is also in a time where, but like you gotta realize also in the fifteen, sixteen hundreds. If you were to sail, like from Spain to South Africa, you're gonna lose some people along the way. Like people will get lost, anyways. Well, they wouldn't hear from them from like for like years or months at a time, anyways. Yeah, so. exactly. But uh, of course, most of the theories about the Bermuda Triangle is that it's supernatural causes that mm-hmm. cause the disappearances. Um, here's something. One hypothesis is that. Pilots failed to account for the. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's like agonic, agonic line, uh, the place at which there is no need to compensate for a magnetic comp- compass uh, variation as they approach the Bermuda Triangle. Now that's something I do know about. Is people would say that their compasses mess up when they hit the Bermuda Triangle. It just spins in circles. Yeah, and there's like electronic failures and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Because everyone knows, like, the poles, one of our poles are uh, is positively charged and our other pole is negatively charged. Sounds like a battery. I mean, that's... Simulation. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then, but for some reason in that Bermuda Triangle area, uh, compasses, compasses fail. And they don't, they don't work properly. So you think that's what happened to, like, those five uh, Navy pilots that were never to be seen again? In the 40s or 40s. well, po- I mean, possibly uh, it's hard. It's hard for planes because many plane disappearances could just be that the plane ran out of fuel and crashed. Um, but when it comes to ships, like whole ships disappearing, like cargo f- cargo ships, that's that's where the sus. The well, plane thing, <clears throat> like, wouldn't you think, like, planes, like, if they know they're going over the Bermuda Triangle, be like, we're going to prepare for this. We're going to make sure we get through this so they don't run out of fuel. Listen, some people weren't smart back then. Okay? Well, but you also got to realize a lot of those instances would have been, like, 1940s, like, pre-1940s. So these are propeller planes. They don't exactly know how much fuel they got. They got, like, an estimization. But... It's all Amelia Earhart's fault. She's she started. Yeah, it. I think she <laughs> just the um. I was gonna say about the planes though. Um, the craziest story I remember is where the guy, and it's like documented too, because he like took off from wherever he was going, and he was gonna land in Miami, and he claimed going through like a vortex, and he got, he got from wherever he was going that should have took like a couple hours, and he got there in like thirty minutes. 
And um, I think he was I like, know about this story. Yeah. yeah, and he like he said he went through the clouds and like he thought it was looked like it was like a tunnel or something. And then like he showed up and he's like, "Where the hell am I?" And he was like, "Over Miami." And he's like, "There's no freaking way," because I just left. And like I guess it's documented like flight logs or whatever, but. He he flew like so many miles. Like he had been going like the speed of light or something. How fast? Not that fast, but I don't know how fast he actually had to go to get there that fast. And this would have been at a time where it was like a propeller plane, not a not an engine plane, I, I, right? I want to say he was in like a little biplane looking thing. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I mean, it was more modern than the 40s. Okay. Interesting. So all planes just go through vortexes and 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 you know disappear. And there you go, solved. Got it. So oh, here, here's what another is? theory that I've ha- here's another theory that I haven't really heard about, but it, it makes sense. Um, another popular theory is uh, called the rogue waves theory, where uh, they think that massive waves uh, in the Bermuda mm-hmm. could reach up to a hundred feet. Lord, and that would theoretically be powerful enough to destroy all evidence of a ship or an airplane. Oh yeah, that's been like a myth. Like people didn't think rogue waves were a thing, but I th- they've caught a one or two like on camera. There's like a one on YouTube I've seen where like an aircraft carrier or something gets hit by one. Yeah, there's yeah. like more than one or two caught on video. Well, one like Several a hundreds. I'm sh- well, the ones I'm thinking of like they call them like like the hundred foot rogue waves. I mean, there's big ass waves. I'm sure. And- and uh, they say it makes sense for that area because the area that the Bermuda Triangle is located is known for storms happening in multiple directions, which can make rogue waves happen. George Clooney. Could you imagine just flying a plane and being like, it's like the movie Interstellar. He'd be like, is that a mountain out there? Oh my god. It's just a side <laughs> wave. Water. Just engulfs it. <laughs> That'd be nuts. It's insane. Yeah, but sure. people, but people say it says according to the U.S. Uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, uh, they say there's no evidence that uh, the amount of disappearances that happen in the Bermuda Triangle is any has any greater frequency than disappearances in any other part of the world when it, in the ocean. So. Hmm. Maybe it's just because like a couple weird things happened, and then it just become like I don't know. Can't really popularized. But yeah, like you were saying earlier, I don't hear anything about it. People are always disappearing, fucking everywhere at all times. So maybe it's because the island of Bermuda is owned by the British, so it's just the British's fault, you know? Throwing people overboard, just like hey, I mean, listen, two two of the three points of the Bermuda Triangle are U.S. owned. It's Miami and then Puerto Rico, like. But then there's the British on the other corner, and they screw it all up. That's probably the corner where it disappears in. So. Probably. Well, did you know that it's estimated that uh, 600,000 people disappear in the U.S. every year? How many? 600,000? 600, uh-huh. That's so just total. Like, not change like... that. 600,000 and one. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Jake... <laughs> Jake. Jake. I wonder how many people do it willingly. They just... Oh, like dudes are tired of their life and they just go get me yeah. People decide Probably. to drop off the grid. Yeah. yeah and just Probably out. a decent amount. Yeah, but probably only like maybe 6,000 of that 600,000. I'd say less than that. Oh, yeah, probably less than that. I think I've heard the stories of like people disappearing and they find them like living homeless under Las Vegas and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the stories of people who leave their families and then they find them like living in a different city. Like they had a second family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like just up and left. Apparently, that happens more than we would think. Yeah, it I've happens a lot. Somebody's... Yeah. Well, it's not. I've seen a thing where a guy faked his death in the in the U.S. and <laughs> he uh, he went to Mexico and actually got remarried and had a whole other family. And the original wife, the first wife found out and was just absolutely devastated Dang. it's like it's like bro you could have just like like want a divorce and just leave like you couldn't have just done that you had to fake your death and then she ends up finding out like you know 10 15 years later or whatever oh, there's or no repercussions if you're dead 
Uh, Billy, I'm surprised you didn't bring up a Family Guy reference where Peter has a second that's, family. That's what oh, I no. wanted to do. He's the woman. <laughs> did, he, hey, did he have three lives? Yeah, he had three one lives. Of being, yeah. One of them being and... like a gay relationship also. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like have a normal have a normal family and then have a second family across the nation and then have a third family that has nothing to do with the first two and it's in your gay and, and it's an alternative to, lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, it's an alternative <laughs> lifestyle and then and then it's just like now you have work. to kill them and do this and that. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? Too much work. He murders like all three families and then gets put on death row. But what Dude. were you saying about six hundred thousand people missing? Yeah, uh, I was just giving you a stat. It was six hundred thousand um, in the U.S. disappear. Oh, there how many uh, of those uh, disappearances uh, are in that cave system that you and me were talking about earlier? Dylan? Well, not necessarily a cave system. It's national parks. It just lines up with the cave system map. So that's a theory that they either get lost in the cave or something comes out of the cave and gets them. You know, I whatever think a that. A lot of people get lost in caves, like because there's so many stories yeah. I always see about people like they'll go into something and then they get caught. And, you know, you can't turn around and all that. Like there's a story about the people that. Uh... Have you ever heard the story about the people that went down in the hole and there was like five? I think there was five of them. And they uh, they went down into this like thing and there's water at the bottom. So it's, I, I think it was like, ten, yeah, I mean, I think bit. it was six feet down, right? And then there's water. And then there's a little channel mm-hmm. that you can swim through, and there's an air pocket at the end. And so they decided to go swim down in there and just for just fun. And they went in there and they were in the little air pocket for, I think it was somewhere around five minutes. And then they decided to leave. And little did they know the air was getting so thin where they were at. And one of the guys decides to swim down into the, to try and swim down back to get up through the hole. And he goes too far. And it turns out that the other side of where the hole is keeps going to, to another point. And he ends up drowning, um, at the end and then like they went one by one and each time like and uh, like the, uh, one of the girls went and she like drowned halfway there and then the other one went and then like she runs into the other person's body and is like gets stuck there and it ended up being like the one dude left and i don't remember if they got him out i think he died but he might have well, lived because well then how would they know the details? How, yeah how the, how yeah. the story get told if yeah. he died yeah so they um, I, I one think of them would have had us I think least. he made it because well the rescue crew showed up while it was happening like because they had heard about what had happened like somebody I think it was somebody outside that had like heard it and then they showed up like it was it was strange it happened so quick but yeah, I don't know was, fuck that that is, that is crazy you just don't go into a cave of water immediately they uh they like poured concrete down the hole because people kept like going around it and stuff, and they just yeah. decided to seal the whole thing up. People keep freaking drowning themselves. We gotta fill up the hole. Mm. See, that but, just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you want to like go swimming in something that you know, like you don't you don't know anything about? Like, that just uh, to me isn't smart. For the event, Cur- curiosity killed the cat, yeah. Billy. That's, but like that's, that's, like, that's like the people that go like cave exploring. But like it's not like your standard. Like oh, I have like twenty feet of space. No, I'm crawling. Oh, there's people that do like cave crawling. people map stuff, it, and there's like inches between. I mean, they're just squeezing. yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like you're literally press body body to to Rock. earth. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just inching their way. Like literally, bro. You take like too deep of a breath, and you're stuck. <laughs> like mm. fuck that. Nope, I'm good. So. So 600,000 people go missing on average in the United States every year, right? Mm-hmm. They say around 90% of those are recovered every year, um, but okay. they don't know. Like, there's no number on how many are missing in the national parks like we were talking about. But the um, estimate is uh, at least 1,600 people, give or take, are currently missing somewhere right now in national parks. 
Um, and there's it's kind of strange too because uh, the stories I've heard from like park rangers, like they're told not to really talk about it for whatever reason. And um, some people think there's like is it like uh, it could be supernatural causes or there's like nefarious things or there's like uh, a lot of people say there's just like murderers that live in the national forest and shit. Um, there's all kind of different like. I mean, um, the murderers living in the national forest would just be like the logical thing in my head. Right. Because a lot of the, the there's some really weird stories. I don't have, we don't have time to like go yeah, through them all because I've... I've heard some crazy shit. Um, but sometimes I hear them and I'm just thinking like, well, I could explain that to like an animal or he fell off the thing. But there's some that are just like, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. So it's either like humans were involved or, you know, something else I, weird well, is going on. I know What's... we don't have enough time for it, but I know that there is, um, I definitely think it was human involved. Like there's, I'm not going to go into it, but I think there was. Well, you need to give us some detail so we understand. I think there was certain human beings and I'll drop this John Cena meme right now, uh, that were, that we can think of that might have done something. Are you talking about Bigfoot? No, I'm talking about the the people that own Bigfoot. The John Cena meme is Bigfoot? <laughs> the no, Chinese government? <laughs> <laughs> no, ours. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. The C they, so I've heard that as a theory, too, but that the uh, the CIA absolutely. trained hitmen in National Forest, and they ha they kill, like, hikers and shit, the train. But, oh, you know, that's what? a whole other thing. I think you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Wasn't that a big thing down there in uh, Central Australia for a long time? Like, a lot of people were disappearing, and they found out a lot of serial killers moved to inland Australia because it's very hard to be, you know, well, nobody really inhabits Australia's the Central Australia. Australia. It, it's a desert. Yeah. But I think I there think... was, like, back in the day, there's a certain amount of serial killers that live there. I think 95, it's like, I don't know the exact figure, but it's like 90-something percent of Australia's population lives on the coast. So yeah. the whole inside is just outback with nothing but shit that'll kill you. Yeah, so that is. makes sense to me. That Venomous everybody everything, dies poisonous everything. Hot, it's just hot. <laughs> everything yeah. in that continent wants to kill you. Yeah, no oh, shit. But Jake, do you know that the uh, the most reliable source for missing people um, in the wilderness is no Wikipedia, Bigfoot hunters, because yeah. they're always out in the wilderness. Yeah, so true. about that, or is it Bigfoot himself? It, well, it, you know, it could be. Hmm. Um, no, real quick, real quick, since y'all brought up Bigfoot again, I just want I just want to note this because a little fun fact. Um, when they were filming Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. And they were in. Uh, they were filming scenes for Endor, the 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 forest in the redwoods. In the in the they redwoods, needed, yeah, yeah. They needed to make sure that uh, I forget the actor's name, but the guy that wore the Chewbacca outfit, Pyramid. they would put a highlighted vest, the the vest on the mm -hmm. the costume to make sure that Bigfoot hunters wouldn't shoot him. <laughs> I have heard that <laughs> they wouldn't let him like wander off and stuff. Like, yeah, that too. Always stay with like a crew or a group of people. Yeah, yeah. I'd heard that. That's funny. Um, I mean, I would think it was Bigfoot if I was out there. Bigfoot. I mean, especially orange. <laughs> like, let's see. Uh, especially if you hadn't seen, like, it didn't know anything about Star Wars, I guess. Right? Yeah. Or like, you walk up and you don't see anybody, and he's doing like practicing his Chewbacca screams or something. And you're just like, oh my god! You just start blasting. <laughs> but um, speaking of uh, missing people and stuff, that's why I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, the Atlaw Pass. If you guys know what that is, no, no one, I'm all ears. Please share. It's called the Atlaw Pass in Russia, with uh, hikers that went missing, and it's been always like the thing that I always liked reading about or hearing about. And, Pretty uh, pretty neat little thing that they got, and it, Bigfoot could be involved. But uh, big, big, Russian Bigfoot. Yeah, the yeah. Yeti. The Yeti. But it's uh, yeah, they uh, it was a bunch of hikers. Yeah, the Soviet hikers. There was ten of them, and uh, they went out. And back then, this was in the nineteen like sixties, like nineteen fifties. Okay. And it, it was rated like the the hardest level of hiking you can do back then because of the terrain. Uh huh. 
So and these were all like very experienced hikers and campers and of all these course. people that like to do that stuff. Hey Cole, is this where they get the picture or something? Yeah, yeah. We'll pull. Okay, okay. It's, okay. Still, I, I it's still one of the hardest mountains to date. And most uh what's it called? Like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, remote. I'll drop the I'll drop the picture. But uh this so they go they go hiking and like I said, they were all experienced. Yeah, they all knew what they were doing. So there was 10 of them and on the first day one guy was like i don't want to do this because he was having like joint pain or something so he's like i'm just gonna turn around and go home and they were like all right yeah go so that saved his life spoiler so he leaves the nine of them go hiking and the leader of the group was supposed to like say back to the camps when he was like fine and all that and they didn't hear from him so they sent their rescue team out and what they found was pretty wild that they found their camp, and they know all this because there was. Uh, they found their cameras and diaries of like uh, everything that happened. So I guess they marked down everything that happened during their mm-hmm. hiking, and they had all these like disposable cameras back then. But they found their campsite, and their tent was all ripped to hell, and it was all ripped from the inside. So oh. like they were in their tent, and they ripped it to leave the tent. So they found everything like a wreck. Oh, there was like there was yeah, there was like there was food still left, there was clothes still left. But outside the tent there was like single file footprints, like they were walking together. So they were like, that's already like a mystery. Like what the mm-hmm. hell? Like why did they leave the their camp like that? So they leave and then they look for the they're looking for any kind of body because there was like I said, there was no one talking back to them. Now they found the first body, which is crazy. Um, under a tree, and all the tree limbs were ripped off the tree, like the roots. So, like the yeah, like like someone was trying to climb a tree. Oh, so okay. they're like, so he was trying to climb it, I guess, and he could he ripped all the limbs off because all the limbs were around the body. Another thing that's weird: that body had a fire pit next to it, and the body was in a short sleeve shirt and swimming trunks. Okay. So that is not <laughs> that, what you that... wear in the in the snowy mountains of Russia. Okay, so first, so so first off, swim trunks is weird. Yeah. So second off, um, that is something that people that happens when people start dying of hypothermia and right. freezing yeah, to death is because cool. when you start getting to that cold, your body will trick you into thinking yeah, that you're you actually think, starting yeah, to warm so up you, and you, you start de-clothed. stripping down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Near the near the uh, fire pit, they found on the body that his entire head was burned, face, body, like face, head, all that was burned. Oh god! And there was bruising all over his face, and a gray fluid was like oozing out of his mouth. And they still haven't even dismissed like what the, all that fluid stuff was. But they they already they classify that death was like you said hypothermia, which yeah. doesn't explain like. This person, he was trying to climb a tree, and so, like, that's already the first weird thing. The second body was found near it, like, like someone placed them together. And that person was found in a long sleeve shirt with one sock on. So socks were missing. His legs and feet were burned. And inside his mouth was half of his own finger. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, the top of his finger was inside of his mouth. Uh and they they said that both bodies were manipulated after death. Right. So they don't know if the other hikers found them and moved them and put them together. They still don't know how that got put together. Then they find the third body, which was the leader of the group. And uh, I think his last name was uh, the outlaw or something. So that's why they named it that. But he was the leader. And they found him... Like, in the snow, face down in the snow with his fists up like he was fighting somebody. And his face, feet, and his whole body was covered in bruises. And he was missing all of his teeth on his bottom jaw. Good. No, geez. Yeah, so they, they again, classify that as hypothermia. I don't know where you, you find all this and go, oh yeah, he just froze. Well, okay, the Russian government... Uh, well, okay, yeah, not the Russian... The up. Soviet government classified a lot of stuff as just this. Um, whenever there was stuff that they couldn't explain, right? That was like the easiest way to do it. Yeah, yeah. That story sounds a lot like the 
the one the stuff we were just talking about because that's the same kind of shit that'll happen in like the forest. To clarify, it's the Ural Mountain Range is where the this Ural happened. Mountains. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this is in like Russia. So, and this is like back in the 50s, 60s. So there was a lot of stuff going on out there. But so that's the third person they find, the leader. Then they find there's a, there was two women, and they find the first woman. Uh, she was fully clothed, but she was missing her right sleeve of her of her, of her coat. And again, they found bruises on her face, and like her whole her whole like right side was just bruised. Like left side fine, right side all bruised. Interesting. And they said there was no signs of a struggle. They just like found her, like she was just laying there, like fell asleep dead. But why? I don't know why her whole one side would be all bruised and the other was not. It's kind of like. But that was the woman. Then they had to wait a week. They had to leave or something and come back a week later to look for more. And they found the fifth person. Um, and they said they found him that he had internal bleeding on both sides of his temple. He had a huge fracture in the back of his skull. And they said his body was also moved after he died. So again, something's moving these bodies after yeah. they find them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, he he, had, he sounds like he got beat to death by something. And it's it's clearly not a bear because you would have at first think of a bear, but if it was a bear, bear would a bear would only fight people if it f- was defending cubs or mm-hmm. if it was hungry. And like and you would, I would imagine you there'd be footprints of something around there'd these be bodies footprints, or something. Yeah. And the other thing is, now granted, Russian the the, the Soviets they might have been crazy, but who would fist fight a bear? Right. And, and why would the bear yeah. not claw the person, but instead only leave bruises on people? That's now, the, think... that, that's where the other stuff comes into play here with the bruising stuff. But go ahead, Dylan. What? I mean, just logically, I think uh, an animal could have moved them after they were dead. Could have. That, that's yeah. about there's, it. There's but, a lot. Yeah, of it's things, just so. weird. Like, yeah. who picks the bottom teeth out? You know, that's yeah. just strange. Isn't, now, and then it gets... Go ahead, I, Jake. Isn't there, like, um, and and this is not, like, just a simple thing, because I know they're extremely rare, They like, mysteries of them, but isn't there, like, monkeys, like, in those, like, that people have, like, said have been, like, deep up in those mountains and stuff? That I'm not sure like of. Albino, I, I, like probably. snow monkeys or something, and there's like that whole mystery behind those too. I mean, it's hell, they, I mean, they're they're like I said, there's a lot of things saying like what happened here, and like animals. They just have it like animals, nothing mm-hmm. like particular. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was that guy. Then they found the next girl. They found her like draped over like a ledge, with running water moving like underneath her. I think they found like four bodies near running water. But mm. she had water going underneath her, and the weird thing about her is like she wasn't in the water; she was like draped over, like over top of it. They found her with no lips. Oh God! And just her teeth, like she had just no lips, so just her teeth were showing, and uh, her entire face was ripped off. Jesus! So God. just, just, just teeth showing out of this face. They found her with ten broken ribs, no eyes, and her tongue was removed and never found. So and they when they did like the autopsy, I guess they found blood all in her stomach. Mm. Sounds so, like it. She got mauled. so that's something like you got mauled, right? Like something happened. Like you have no tongue, you have no eyes. Like just it just sounds like you, a bear. That sounds like a bear. It kind of sounds like a monkey too. To well, be a monkey because a monkey. When you said something about, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they they go for they go for like. Valuable uh, parts. Valuable parts, absolutely. Like anything that's, that's functioning. <laughs> you heard that story of the the monkey experiment where he um he like he had one monkey like there's a bunch of them, but he had one monkey in particular or something that he treated different. And uh, I don't remember how the story goes, but um he he brought he would give that monkey um uh, like special treatment or whatever. And, like, um, somehow or another, like, the other monkeys noticed this, right? So, uh, whether he went in the cage or something, they all ganged up on him and, like, ripped his fingers off and, like, his lips and his dick. He, like, ripped his dick off and shit and his ears and stuff. Like, as, and they said they were smart enough to know, like, 
not to kill them, but like oh, they know that she's like torturing them. Yeah, to torture them. Right. Yeah, it's it's I wow. Mean, it, it could, like it's like it could have been monkeys. Like we don't know. Those ones I don't think there. they know. Well, I know that um, kind of similar to that is like the, if you ever see the videos of, like tourists in like those Asian countries and they like feed monkeys and stuff and they piss them off and they'll just rip their faces. Yeah, they'll jump. That's happened to like the other, the other bodies they found were, um, like the seventh person. Uh, they found him wearing three pairs of pants, two hats, two jackets, and a pair of boots. And then they found another pair of boots with him. So they say he was the more prepared guy. Where that something happened in this tent or this camp, like he was ready to go. Like he he sounds like he was cold, but everyone else didn't, and he has all this stuff on. Now they found him with five broken ribs. His chest was ripped open, and he was missing skin across his face. He has no no eyes and a giant gash in the back of his head from they said from a weapon, which it could have been anything. But uh, there was no bruising or any marks near his injuries. So, like, he was, like, one of the biggest mysteries of, like, he had all of this brutal stuff happen to him and no body bruising. So this man got sliced and diced with no, like... But some, no, something no hit him in the back of the head because they said his entire skull was, like, busted open. Like, it's like something busted out of his skull. Yeah, yeah it sounds right. like he got hit from behind. Yeah, yeah I mean, an animal or a big enough whatever he could have gotten... or whatever got hit with a rock or a stick. There's plenty of weapons for them to use out there. Like, monkeys... Not to make weapons to break stuff open and get ants out of the center of logs. So. I mean, I I mean, if it's if he, and there's nine hikers with stuff and they're just getting beat by a monkey, like that's they sent one to the space. There could be a bunch of them. Who knows? But like you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. but like it, that sounds like one of those things. Like everybody else got bruised. Like they were fighting the thing. I think the thing mm-hmm. with him, it sounds like he got jumped. Hit him in the yeah, back of the like, head, then it got the it. The other guy said, like, there was the leader guy, they found him, like, with his fist up, like, he was fighting something. So, like, they don't know if he was fighting whatever was after right. them, and just... So, like, I've he heard... was, his entire broken, his entire jaw gone, like, he got hit by something hard. What you were saying, Snoop, um, there's a story here recently where a guy, you know how, like, they say Bigfoot throws rocks and shit? He got hit with one, and it, like, broke, like, three of his ribs or something, you know, and I had to go to the hospital. Like you got yeah. hit so hard with that rock. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I mean, a, like a palm-sized rock thrown at, I think it's whatever, like, I think it's like 20 miles an hour can shatter the whole side of your rib cage. So, so that guy so gets hit in the back of the other, head with a rock. Other, yeah, so there's yeah. other there's other people still. And then they found <clears> the eighth guy. They found him with his clothes all ripped off, burns all over his face. There was no signs of a fire. So I don't know how his face got all burnt. But they found him with a broken nose, his neck was broken, and there was a giant gash behind his right ear. Pacific so behind ear. so a broken nose and a broken neck. I mean, if these monkeys are out there, John Wick and these guys... Was this pretty... guy near a fire? How'd he get burned? Yeah, they don't know. They did, I mean, no didn't you fire. say there was a fire or like... At the camp. One guy there was, was a fire by the... The first two bodies were found near a fire pit under a tree. I mean... He, the guy, probably could have gotten burned and then still traveled all that way trying to survive and then died. Yeah, right? Jumped. Yeah, could have. Right. So then, the the last person they found, uh, fully clothed, like nothing was wrong with his clothes, uh, had a, all bruising all over his face. He had internal bleeding in both of his arms, and he had a fractured skull on the right side. So his entire right side was caved in, and again, he had no bruising or nothing on his body at all. So another dead body with a giant hole in his head then so that's all the bodies that were found then i guess they found all the cameras and diaries and like i said they posted that picture with the picture the last picture in their camera was through the woods you see this giant figure like looking at the campsite yep, and that's... Pe- people are saying that it's the it was a yeti or it could have been uh russians going after them a lot of people say there was some kind of bomb tests that went off, and like that's what spooked them to leave their tent. And as they were running through the the woods, wherever the Russians were out there doing experiments, and they caught these hikers and killed them and did all this stuff. Possible, but it's definitely a mystery of what happened to these people. They don't really have; they just classify it all. Some of them, most of them, hypothermia. The rest were all like physical trauma. So they didn't know what killed them or how they died. But the picture is pretty cool. Like it looks yeah, like it's like the last one on the. Yeah, camera. Isn't it? That was their last picture of their camera roll. Was that picture? So, like, if that's the last thing they saw, 
they could have seen that and then frantically tried to escape and that thing, you know, whatever it was. With a person. I mean, a, but it also kind of looks like it could just be a person in Russian in a winter camo. It could have, yeah. yeah. With the hood. I was going to say that they, they do they were have just out there burnt out. They could be testing. It could just be a serial killer. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, but uh, a serial killer taking them all on? Yeah. All of them? An, another thing Jason, which, uh, which adds to it is when they found the last couple people, those bodies were wearing the clothes of the other hikers. Oh. So. They don't know what happened if they if they saw the bodies and like took clothes off. That's why they were wearing like no clothes. If they took them off of them and then put them on because they were cold. But they found that. But then they found traces of radiation on all the clothes of the bodies. Well, that makes me think it's the like Russians out there experimenting and shit. Like, yeah, that would explain the burns. I mean, it could mm-hmm. possibly be radiation burns. And at that time, they were doing a lot of nuclear testing. I was about to say, the Russians got to experiment there. They got to test their nukes <laughs> somewhere. Well, what if it was just like a, some weapon they developed and were like, like a, I don't know, like a focused radiation weapon or something? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, and I guess this kinda is like in, like in the early, late 50s, early 60s. So this is back yeah, then. They have I mean, like futuristic kind of weaponry out there. Like it's. It's well, a, we know I, we have, I always love that story of this the whole like incident. Yeah, I, I, now that you said, I didn't know that's what it was called, but I remember that. Yeah, that was like one of those. Being a kid, stories like I remember watching on like TV or something. Yeah, and I think another thing that was weird is like they all died like five hours after their last meal, so they were all together and ate, and then something happened that they had a cut from inside of their tent to leave the tent. Mm -hmm. I I think that was that was people. Like I don't, I feel like something like a yeti or something would be a little different. Yeah, Bigfoot doesn't leave much of a trace when he's yeah, done with you. I think those are a little more. Um, it's so much happened to each one of them that mm-hmm. I don't. It's just too. And a lot well, of been a lot of people. Yeah, could a, lot have of a family of Bigfoot saying, uh, saying that it was an avalanche was like the main reason for it. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. Burns yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you look, the people are just saying, "Oh, it's just an avalanche," and it's like no one looks into this stuff. Like they just go, "Oh, it's an avalanche." Okay, yeah, that makes sense. There was snow. Hmm. But it's like an avalanche isn't going to be taking people's tongues and eyes out and placing them around water. Like, well, that's that's what I was saying about the national forest stuff. That this is the shit that happens. Like weird stuff like this. And then, like the the rangers always say, like everybody, like their bosses and stuff are like, don't don't worry about it. Just go back to doing. Don't don't say anything. Just do your trail inspections and let let us handle it. Yeah, because there's so many weird shit like this. Like they yeah, because the other bodies, bodies or yeah, know. the bodies like the last like four or five of them. They found them like all near like a den. Like they built a little den. Yeah, I guess to stay warm. Stay warm, yeah. Yeah, and they're people are saying like the avalanche, and uh, they say like, oh, they made a mistake in their their journey and put a tent like where an avalanche would be, and like like oh, they they messed up and shouldn't have built that there. That's why the avalanche got them. It's like no, I don't... Uh, yeah, but then why rip if, yourself out from the inside? They're gonna find them near a fire pit and stuff. Like what, the avalanche moved them and started a fire for them. Like it's well, like also, it's like you're telling me all this snow just ripped up my my teeth. Like, right. Also, if it was an avalanche, majority of the bodies would be buried under feet right? of snow. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to the the tent thing, Nicole said, like if they figured out that they're in an avalanche zone, you're going to be that big of a panic that you're going to rip apart your tent. Well, no, well you, it's like you get dressed and move. Down. Like, well, it was a- if it was actively coming down, you've been dead anyway. Actively coming you down got, on them, though. You got minutes. <laughs> if not seconds. Yeah, well, so you panic. Yeah, like uh, because they said they ripped themselves out, but then. They had a single file line leaving the tent. That's the other thing. Like they had not walking in single file. Like they panicked to leave the tent and rip it open, and then there was they were all walking together. A uniform line. Yeah, there wasn't like footprints scattered all over the place. Like they were running from something. They were all walking together. Yeah. So I'll say this scenario that like comes into my mind is like say they ran into somebody they weren't supposed to run into. That there's lots of people's. Because that's another thing, like, you know how you're saying, like, how would one person, like, fight all these hikers? Yeah. Like, I think there'd be a lot of people, and they would, you know, they'd be all chilling in the tent, and all of a sudden somebody's on, like, a speaker or something like, to just, walk out just, single like, file. But they would just, like, shoot them and just kill them. They're not going to torture them and rip their eyes out and stuff. Like, Unless they were they practicing did. torture. Yeah, they could I mean, that's saying, a, Like, yeah. who knows what, you know, they come across somebody, some group finds them 
and they're just that, that, practicing that interrogation. Yeah, that explains though the whole like how they left single file is like you know they're somebody's threatening them. Jake, that that is a great oh. point. Uh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, and so that's what Tony. Especially at the oh, time. Oh yeah, may, maybe maybe they were like being taken prisoner. Yeah. And then and then some of them decided to run and some of them decided to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and what I'm that's saying. What like happened. no one like there's so many things that they could have been. That's what's like it's such a cool thinking about it. And then they release that picture and then you go, Oh, maybe it is a yeti. Because <laughs> you see that picture and you're like, What the hell is that? I look at it though, I am like Chase, I think it's it's a person. Of it's some like kind. a person in winter camera. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. like a ghillie suit or something or like um Yeah, it doesn't match my proportions for a yeti. It looks like a person that's probably like six foot even tall. If, yeah, well, even if it's a person, think like, that's like, the last thing you see. Have like, you ever seen... Um, it's creepy. I can't think of what they call it, but it's um, a masking suit, like a winter masking suit. Like, yeah. imagine something like that, but if they're doing stuff of like, you know, at the time, of course, it was so primitive. But think of like thermal technology with like cloaking. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, that's a normal thing, you know, and you've you ever seen like um, like cloaking, like vests and stuff they have for like thermals, um, which they've been using in different militaries now. Like that's a standard thing. Um, yeah, it's basically basically to keep your uh, body heat mm-hmm. from being seen. Yeah, but yeah. imagine like something very pre- you know at the time a primitive version of that too. Like something like that looks very similar to what that would be. Well. Yeah. Because yeah, in the military, like, just like if, yeah, military testing and stuff is like a big they're, yeah. They're practicing in the cold, and uh, it says that uh, there was a theory or not a theory. I guess there was stuff that written down that they would they were seeing uh, glowing orange orbs like floating around the sky Whoa. at night. Now it's aliens, God damn yeah. It. And there was no, yeah. There's so many things like in the diaries that it was they were talking about these glowing lights. Oh, that's a whole thing with uh, Truman I, or whoever they I they were allowed to. Yeah. Allowed to do so much to people. They were unnaturally like manipulated. So like, mm-hmm. if it's aliens, like they're going at these people, ripping them apart. So I, say, like, I feel like with all the stuff that's been said, it's almost one hundred percent like some sort of military test of some sort. Yeah, or it could something. have been like 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 radioactive weapons that they had. Mm-hmm. They were just testing them on people. Mm-hmm. Like it's like yeah, the military well, is from. Is that would also that would also like because like what I'm thinking of is like usually they do this kind of stuff like it's timed and they'll do everything at once. So say those hikers mm-hmm. are out the day before they, you know, I'm saying like the day before they get a picture of some dude in a thermal suit and then they see like thermal, you know, like weapons testing and stuff. And they end up on a place where they're holding the testing, you know, event. Oh, that picture alone could have warranted it. Maybe they seen them and they didn't want to, the government didn't want them mm-hmm. to have them on mm-hmm. picture, you know, mm-hmm. and that, all led to them all getting killed. Yeah, yeah, just a just a cool little uh, thing that happened back then that people still mm-hmm. really don't know what happened. Yeah. Oh, it's my same theory with like the National Forest that maybe it's military hitmen, CIA practicing, training, hit killing, doing all kind of different things to people. Yeah, who knows? It's really easy to disappear out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know how you were saying that maybe they were training for, uh, like, the winter and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know there is an operation that the U.S. government claims that they were doing the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. In uh, the 50s, there was an operation uh, to Antarctica, and the government's explanation was that they were going to run exercises to train for fighting in the... Uh, really bad winter cold and stuff. But they took a lot of freaking people, like an entire army, you know, like they're going to fight a war. Right. So the theory is that, okay, this has been, uh, I think it was year like 1957-ish or something. Um, or 55, maybe. Anyway. Um, the theory is that the Nazis had a, uh, a secret base in Antarctica, and that's where Hitler was. He escaped from Germany, went to Argentina, and then escaped to Antarctica to the Nazi bases. And that's why they took so many people down there and they disposed of whatever was left. Interesting. 
I mean, I can see that. Or even if he wasn't there, like, I could still see something like that going on. Like, there's been a ton of evidence. Yeah, like, leftover Nazis. Why, did, why the U.S. would take a whole army, basically, down mm. there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't say nothing to the public, because obviously, like, at the time, that's not something like, oh, hey, well, guess what? We didn't we didn't know about this. <laughs> and you said 55, right? Oh, around there. I don't remember if it's 55 or that's, 58, and but it would have been after World War Two. Yeah. It's funny, because that's um, the first year that they... Um, had a sighting of him, not in Argentina. He was found in supposedly found in Colombia at that time, 1955. Really? Yep, and it's spelled T-U-N-J-A is the city that they found him in. Supposedly found him in. And this is, you know, goes off whatever. So they found him there, and then they say that he went back and forth from Argentina and Colombia until, uh, like, Butthart was dove right into him ultimately ending up in you know antarctica well i mean like it, it, have any of y'all watched um tim kennedy's show about going down there no I haven't. that was it it i mean it was history channel so you know take what you will like you know the history of what they do you know with shows but um they went down there looking for stuff and obviously they you know they had the goal of finding the painter but um they never <laughs> the painter he says <laughs> <laughs> they um <laughs> hey his paintings weren't half bad they weren't they weren't that bad yeah um just imagine if they would just let him into art school yeah you know? I mean... <laughs> um they uh they, they didn't really find too much but what they did find was obviously there was something that had happened there because um they there's cities there that are called like hamburg and new berlin and all this and there's it's the architecture is extremely they have a huge german um yeah a huge german population uh-huh. influence yeah, and descendants stuff. and there's pictures like they went to a bar one time and they were like they did they weren't shooting the show like they were just having an evening yeah in the thing and they started one of one of their uh producers got his phone out and he was filming and there's pictures of people at the bar they're like ancestors on pictures on the wall and they're like in uniforms and stuff mm-hmm. and they were they started talking to people and they wouldn't say anything to them and eventually the local government showed up um and made them leave and certain certain oh, people around there and they and there was even people that lived there that just were not having it and they they were telling them to leave and yeah. stuff and they'd probably get shot so eventually they ended up leaving but it was um it no matter what very interesting it, no matter what happened they um th- there was definitely some of the guys that made their way down there i think so for sure I think um, they escaped everywhere because, and especially like you said, with the whole Antarctica thing, like there's a solid 10, 20 years that I feel like they could have, um, there was obviously some sneaking around and stuff. You can't catch every single person in a military that big to. Yeah. Yeah. I could talk forever about, um, him not being, uh, killed when they said he was. But you know, yeah. there's a lot of there's a whole thing you can research on on your own on that one. <laughs> Some different evidence, but um, I don't know. Y'all got anything uh, anything else kind of want to talk about? Jake, I know you. I didn't want to talk about something. I did have the DB Cooper uh, little little thing that I found because. That was always a, it's not one that like, I feel like a lot of people necessarily hear. Like, I don't know. That's close, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it was supposedly like right over the area in the Pacific Northwest. But, um, it's a weird story too, because they, he took off from the, there was a plane and it had, um, 40, I'll say it was 42 people and obviously like a, a Boeing plane of the size was, I think somewhere around five crew members, like including like flight attendants and stuff. Um, so 
that it was just a standard passenger plane from Portland to Seattle. And he, while they were on the flight, he told a um, flight attendant that he was taking the whole plane hostage. Um, yeah. And he had a bomb. $200,000 ransom, which I think now is somewhere around $1.5 million now. Wait, was it only 200000 that he asked It was for? only 200000 yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's a lot in today's money. That's and he like requested four yeah, parachutes upon landing in Seattle. So after they showed up, they he told the crew to refill the plane and go to, I think it was Mexico City. Um, and there was another stop in Reno that was like supposedly right, you know, in the way. Um, so they gave him his money and the the parachutes and he took off and in the it was like the middle of the night they were flying in southwestern washington which is extremely hostile terrain and just not a good it's very mountainous extremely mountainous and wet yeah. and cold and I, this was in like late late part of the year like it was winter time um and he only had and this is what they had in the fbi description was he was wearing a suit that's all he had outside of the parachute that they had given him. I mean, he's got to look sharp to get of that uh, that woman to not panic, you know? Exactly. Like, and he had the sunglasses. Whatever he says he's got. Sharp dressed man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, in the middle of the night, he parachuted without the crew. He opened the door, and they kind of knew he opened the door, but they didn't, you know, obviously they didn't really know what was going on. But, uh, he jumped out of the plane and they landed for their um, fuel run and he was gone. Yeah. Never to be found again. Nope. They did find some of the money. Um, yeah, because yeah. all the money stayed in the bag, of course. Yeah. Um, I know that yes. there's, an episode of, there's an episode of Pawn Stars where the guy uh, sells yeah. Yeah. Uh, D.B. Cooper money. That was found there. it in the river or something or down by the river. Destroyed. It was literally just like a corner of like a 20 or something. But it had the serial number on it. They yeah, could, they knew. Yeah, money, yeah. Mm -hmm. it was connected well, to the money the FBI had when they found the money. Not, only, not only does it hit home because it's close to Jake, but I don't know if you guys have ever seen some of the new theories and stuff. Um, supposedly, based off of some of the stuff they found in the tie that he took off in the plane, um, it had remnants of a manufacturing company of titanium here in Pennsylvania. Well, there you go. Oop, are you D.B. Cooper? <laughs> it could be. But... Yo, if you've watched Loki season one, we all know it was Loki, okay? I mean, well, that's true. Yeah, he I like to go back to one of my favorite movies uh, growing up was uh, Without a Paddle, where he fell in the hole and died, and he just burned his money to save Worm and stuff. Yeah. Spoiler alert if you've never seen it. I mean, that they go out there hunting for D.B. Cooper, and it's a hilarious movie. It's just the balls on that dude to just... Get a parachute and jump. <laughs> in the middle of winter. In the middle of in winter. the mountains. With no it's the mountains that are like, yeah. That's, that's, he just jumps. So just hopes that's the mountains. Yeah, but what? So... They don't know who he was, though. He could have been like an assassin or something. Yeah. He could have yeah. been trained. <clears throat> that's not his real name, I don't think. Like... No, he... and Well, and there was the other thing was he referred to himself as Dan Cooper, but a reporter was what screwed up the whole thing with calling Yeah, him and become DB. Okay, yeah. Um, I've I've heard claims of like a one or two people claimed on their deathbed that they were DB Cooper, but nothing was ever confirmed. There, so, and and this is also where it goes down into where the FBI started. Um, they start going through, and um, there's even a picture of the ransom money that they had found on the river that also kind of connects to the mm -hmm. Pawn Stars thing. And those were destroyed, but um, yeah, uh, they did get. DNA from his cigarettes that he'd left on the plane. Um, yeah, because you could smoke on planes back then. Yeah, that was a normal thing. It was all it was first class. The entire plane was first class. They didn't have the little peasant part in the back. Didn't have us peasants. Because, because flying was only for, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that's, the, that's a big people. deal. Yeah. Um, and then there was a the whole... US so between... Uh, 1971 and 2016, they had, the FBI has processed more than a thousand serious suspects. And when the FBI processes a serious uh, suspect, that means like it's you know there's only so mm -hmm. many people that they. Um, 
amongst the people was a um one of the names was uh, Ted Braden who was a green beret um and a mercenary who did halo jumping. Um, yeah. Makes sense. So he was one of the guys that they had taken but they never found anything. Another guy was uh Kenneth Christensen who was a private investigator he'd contacted a private investigator um after um he was a paratrooper in uh, World War Two, and um, the uh, he he had tried to convince the FBI uh, that he was him. Like he was one of the people that did that. It was in two thousand three. Um, hmm. Another one was Jack Coffit or Coughlet, who was a con man and a convict. Um, uh, he had claimed he had landed in Mount Hood, about 50 miles southeast of Ariel, uh, injuring, injuring himself and losing the ransom money in the process. Um, they were reviewed by the FBI, but it it just didn't stand up to the claims. Um, so there was, and there's way more on there. There was. Um, oh yeah. There was one guy, this one is the one of the more known one was Sheridan Peterson, um, who was a Marine and a smoke jumper. Um, at, and he was at the age of 44, which D.B. Cooper is supposedly in his 40s. Um, and the FBI uh, claimed that he it was extremely close to like they, they thought it was him. Um but he had claimed he was in Nepal at the time of the hijacking. So there's a mm. whole there's a whole list of people. A likely that story. Is, there's a whole list of people that had, you know, it, they'd connected yeah. it to. Um, yeah, the whole DB stuff is pretty cool. Like, I still uh, think it's Snoop. DB Snooper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like well, Snoop was like seven at the time. Well. No. They went in 1971. He was like negative 20. (laughs) (laughs) Unless he's actually. Time time travel. Yeah, I gotta go. No. I got a plane to catch over. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It could come back up. I mean, they closed the book on it, but, uh, Supposedly, the guy that found all the stuff out about the tie and stuff and is basing it to a titanium plant, he's actually in a lawsuit against the FBI. So Interesting. He's going to lose that. <laughs> right, he's probably going to disappear is what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually what happens. It'll be another one of them 600,000 people. Oh, God. Oh, no. And, and Snoop, why would you have any information about this? Yeah, Snoop. Uh, Was it your stuff they found? Hmm? I smoked uh, parliaments back in the day. So. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I had to get you DNA tested. No, I'm going to head down to Allentown. I got stuff to do. (laughs) Is that where D.B. Cooper lives? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, that, anyone got anything else, or should we bring it over to J-Paw? Do you want to hear J-Paw's take on DB Cooper? That was it, J-Paw. <laughs> if he has a take on DB Cooper, I mean, what if he has advice for DB Cooper? Oh, let's let's find out. Yeah, let's find out. All right. Never slap a man while he's chewing tobacco. It will be a messy fight. And that was Jay Paw's words of advice. Join us next week for everyone's favorite segment. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. The greatest we've ever seen. I mean, uh, if I'm pulling D.B. off Cooper could have, you know, he looks at this and sees it. I mean, that's if I'm pulling off some kind of heist, that's that's the advice I'm it's using the right the there. Obvious choice. Yeah, if I'm jumping off a plane, I'm probably probably you doing go back that. to this and you whatever he said. It's, that's right. whatever it may be that. That's what we're doing. Instant escape tactic. Beautiful. 
Well. Um, so, everybody so check out the gaming videos again. <laughs> we post them all the time. We're grinding. Uh, on all, on all platforms. And one arm robbers. Across all platforms. Where we perform the heist. We'll perform the DB Cooper heist um, in a video. As one arm robbers. Yep. Was DB Cooper the one arm robbers? And Lethal Company. We're going to uh, just play all kind of shit. So. There's more to come. So, Snoop, mm -hmm. what do you got for our YouTube listeners? Oh, all I'm going to say is make sure you catch our newest and greatest gaming content. And if you like it, don't forget to hit the thumbs up, subscribe, hit the bell for the most recent notifications, and come back next week for the next episode. Beautiful. We're here every week. Lord willing, and they hasn't killed us yet. We're almost at 100 subs and followers across all platforms. Make sure you guys go follow and, and we sub all each. those accounts. And every one of them. The 100 followers. We might have something for our 100 subscribers. <laughs> I was about to say, Jake, make sure whoever is the 100th follow uh, subscriber comments somewhere so you can play Fortnite with Billy. So I will not carry you at all. I suck at Fortnite. Oh, Billy, stop acting like you're not ranked 15. Bro, I don't even know how to build a fucking wall. <laughs> all right. Now he's just playing. Anyway, thanks for listening. Everyone be safe. We love you. Yeah, love you. Peach and win.